It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hour three, the Anita Marks show here on 98.7 ESPN. Coming to you live from Bristol, Connecticut. Up here, uh, hosted Daily Wager earlier this morning. Uh, We'll be heading back uh, later on this afternoon. I've got a uh, pickleball party to go to. I'm deciding whether or not um, I should wear my Halloween costume. Should I wear a Halloween costume to a pickleball party? I'm going to go as a pickleball. No. How does that even work? I bought a costume. It's that of a pickle. It's got like a hole at the top of the costume. So like it's like my my face sticks out of the the costume, but it, it's like it's elongated. So like my entire body is a pickle and I'm going to take two pickle balls and I'm going to place them strategically on my costume. I do see it here. This is a uh, good luck with this. I'll take photos. I'll post them. I'll let you know what you think. Anyway, uh, let's bring in Joe Wiz. He's got his own gambling shows here on 98.7 ESPN. You can listen to him bright and early tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., prior to, of course, my fantasy football show, Fantasy Forecast, that will kick off at 7. So, Joe, welcome in. How you doing? Hey, Anita. Thanks for having me on, and absolutely. If you come to Hoboken on your way back, if you don't hit traffic, uh, there's people all over the place with costumes on today. But let me tell you something, Anita. I was at the metal end just betting horses, and your face pops up on the horse racing screen and distracted me from making my trifecta because you're going to be live at the metal end tomorrow at 7 a.m. with your show. So it was interesting. I was betting the horses, and boom, it says Anita Marks will be on be reporting live from the Meadowlands tomorrow. That's right. The Lounge at the Meadowlands Racetrack, beginning at 7 a.m., myself and Amani Toomer. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum is going to join us from the show. I just don't believe he's going to be there in person. But, of course, New York game day kicks off at 8 o'clock, 8 to 11, getting you ready for that Jets-Giants uh, matchup for sure. All right, Joe, uh, let's dive into some picks and plays. Let's start college football. Interesting slate ahead. By the way, my best bet today was Kansas. Uh, I got it at 9.5 earlier in the week. It dropped to 7.5 before kickoff. They're up right now 14-7, which is good for me. Uh, Let's talk about Oregon and Utah. This has got to be arguably uh, the best game on the slate. I like the Utes at home. They've won 18 straight. I think their defense is solid. So uh, I'm going to play Utah plus 7. How are you playing this one? Yeah, the line right now, Anita, is at six and a half, and the total is at 47. Um, the Oregon Ducks, they've only had one loss this year, and that was to Washington in a controversial game because they went for a, a couple touchdowns instead of kicking field goals. And Utah, you got to give a lot of credit to head coach Kyle Whittingham. He's a nothing but win. And last week he took it to your team, USC. I don't know if you had USC last week, but USC was the most overrated team all year long, and they went right into Southern California as a seven-point dog, and they pulled off the upset. And now they have, uh, you know, Utah's been without their starting quarterback all year long, Cam Rising, who was considered a Heisman candidate. He's never played this year. Now Bryson Barnes is the player, 
And, um, you know, when you have an offensive team versus a defensive team, I generally defer to the defensive team here. And with all the history with Utah, uh, there's only one way to go here is to take the home dog. Uh, I'm taking the seven and eat. I'm buying that hook. I know everyone that listens to my show, the fine line, we talk about getting good value and getting good spread. Um, you know, in the event that something happens, and I always tell people it's like having car insurance. You don't plan on using it, but if you had a red light and you get rear-ended, at least you're covered, right? So we're going with the home dog. We're taking Utah plus the seven, but a possible upset over the Ducks. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm on the Utes side as well. Georgia and Florida, we're not supposed to call it the biggest cocktail party ever, but uh, sorry, not sorry. I'm from there. I've been there. I've been to it. It's a lot of cocktails. Uh, Georgia and Florida going at it. I like the over here. I think the over is the play. Why both teams rested coming off a bye. Georgia ninth in the nation in scoring. They're averaging 40 points a game. Florida's averaging, averaging 30 points a game. Uh, are you on a side or are you on a total here? I'm playing the side of either. When you take a look at it here, it's, it's a, basically a neutral side game. And, I'm, you know, it's so crazy. You're not allowed to say world's biggest cocktail party. But let's face it, it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So the line in this game has Georgia favored by 14. And the total in this game is at 50. And when you take a look at Georgia, I mean, they are ranked number one all season long. And we know about their winning streak. But um, Kirby Smart and the head coach of the Bulldogs, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm not even sure they're the number one team in the country anymore. I mean, they've struggled. If you've bet Georgia all year long this year, you're pretty much broke. They're one five, one and five against the spread. Um, Florida Gators. They got Merch is finally playing better. He's the quarter, a quarterback transfer from Wisconsin. Um, you know, even though it's a neutral site game here, I'm taking a dog in this game here. No pun intended, because they're playing the Bulldogs. I like the Gators here. I think they can hang with Georgia. I'm curious to see how Georgia reacts without having their best player out. For most of the, he's going to be out for the rest of the season, I think. Yeah, Bowers, they're tight end. <clears throat> yeah, he's led them receptions and touchdowns and catches and everything. So, you know, getting 14, Mertz, the quarterback for Florida, is playing his best ball right now. This game is going to be a lot closer than the spread. I'm taking the Gators plus the 14 to keep it close. I like the over at, at 48, 49 and a half, depending on where you can get it. Obviously, shop around. Uh, by the way, USC is not my team, UNC is my team, and unfortunately they lost to Virginia last week. I think this is the get-right game for them against Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech, their defense is beyond awful. And again, I I think this is a UNC team that still could possibly face FSU for the ACC championship game, so we'll see what happens there. So I'm going to lay the 12 with UNC on the road against Georgia Tech. That's an 8 o'clock kickoff. So uh, so the Yellow Jackets have played very well against North Carolina. I think they beat them. I don't have it in front. I think they beat them like three of the last four meetings. And uh, mm-hmm. I wish you well, but uh, I'm not laying 12 on the road. Okay, that's that's fine. I, I hear you. I, I am because I, I do believe in Drake May. I think he's the best quarterback in the country. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, one last college football game. Well, actually, two more because I know there's one that you're on for tomorrow. But BYU going up against Texas. Texas uh, not rolling with their starting quarterback. Murphy's going to get the start. Lane twenty and a half at home against BYU. Do you have a play here? I, I'm I'm on the I'm on Texas. I'm going to play the I'm going to uh, play Texas. I don't think I've ever given out a 20-point favorite in my 20-year career, Anita, and I'm not going to start tonight. Um, I know to be, uh, Texas is good, and they have a very good defense. The total in this game is a 49. Um, 
you know, I don't know what to expect with Texas here. Ewers is out, their quarterback, right? Murphy's getting his first start. How, how, how much of a game plan is head coach Steve Sarkisian going to give Texas? You know, he's just looking to win the game. I mean, so BYU's defense is not bad. Um, 21 points with a backup quarterback, I, I just can't do it. I'm, I like the Cougars in this game. I'm taking the 21 with BYU because I just think Texas is going to be more of a game, uh, going to keep it, uh, try and keep, the, uh, keep it as a control the clock. Um, they don't care whether they win by one or 20. Uh, 21 points with a backup quarterback, I have to go with BYU. All right, so you're buying it up then. Yeah, I always take it in. 20 and a half, for some reason Texas wins in a blowout. It could be 21. I always take the half fire. I'm never getting burned by the hook, and I'm telling everyone that the same thing. Uh, San Jose State going up against Hawaii. San Jose State favored by 10 and a half. The over-under is 58 and a half. This is tomorrow at noon competing with the NFL. What are they thinking? Well, when you take a look at the game, it's actually at midnight tonight. Um, so that's what they're running. It's oh, it says 12, oh, it says 12 a.m. Okay. Yeah, yeah so it is technically I didn't see. <laughs> I didn't see the a.m. I thought it was p.m. I yeah. didn't see the a.m. You me off guard. I'm like, let me look at this. Um, Anita, if, you were, if you're up watching this game, you know, that's to be an insomnia problem here because this game does go at midnight. And, uh, you know, when you look at it here, nobody pays attention to the Mountain West Conference, at least not in this college football. Right now, uh, San Jose State, the Spartans, are favored by 10.5 in the game. The total is at 58. San Jose, Anita, has scored 94 points in the last two games. And Hawaii, in the last three games, has given up 42, 41, and 44. Now, I know the history between these two says the total goes under in the last three meetings here, but I'm not buying it. I'm playing the over this game. I'm going over 58 because uh, Hawaii's defense is terrible, and San Jose scored almost 100 points, 94 in the last two games here. So play the over and go to bed early, wake up in the morning with the winner as we get ready for the fine line, which I'll be on tomorrow to kick off. Uh, what is it, week eight, Anita? Is it week eight already? In the week NFL? eight. Can you believe it? <laughs> week eight. So we'll be Joe... kicking off at 6 a.m. Then Anita's show will come on at 7, and then Anita's going to be at the Meadowlands tomorrow at 8 a.m. I would love to join you at 8 a.m., Anita, but when they have a football game, they don't allow horse racing at, at the, at the, at the uh, Meadowlands, so uh, I'll, be, I'll be home watching the game. Sorry. That's okay. All right. You care more about the horses than you do about football. Um, <laughs> so Joe is joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Before we let you go, let's talk about that Jets-Giants game. Right. Um, Giants, this will be a quote unquote home game for the Giants. Wink, wink. So that means the stadium will be blue. Uh, They're getting three. The over under is 35 and a half. This opened up at 36. I'm still playing the under. I think this game is going to be like 13, 10, 17, three, something like that. So I'm, I'm not scared about this under. How are you playing it? Yeah, it's crazy, Anita. The total is down to 35. I had put it out on my Twitter feed, which is Joe with Sports. By the way, anyone wants free picks, go to Joe with Sports on Instagram or Twitter. But the total is down to 35. And you know what's crazy about this, Anita? The weather could be a factor. It's 80 degrees and sunny out right now, but tomorrow at this time, it might be 50 degrees, windy and rainy. Weather's been a factor all over the country. In Denver, having a snowstorm, there was a delay. In Utah, it's cold. This cold front's coming through. And tomorrow at 1 o'clock, weather will be a factor here. But we just don't know what to expect with the Giants. They've scored 17 points in three home games this year. Jets' defense is definitely better than the Giants. I just don't trust the Jets laying the three. Um, I had played the total. When I gave it out, it was at 36.5 and and 37. So right now the total is getting beat up at 35. Uh, I might make my official play now with the total being beat up. Uh, Giants plus the three in the upset. Oh, wow. 
Giants would you know, be Is it really going to be a surprise to Anita if the Giants beat the Jets? No. If the Jets win, they're expected to win. I could see this game being a field goal game. The Giants defense is playing really well. If they play the way they did against Buffalo on that Sunday night game, and even against Washington, that score is very deceiving. It was 14-7, but the Giants dominated every aspect. And we know the Jets, you know, Jets have been playing really well, and they're coming off that big win over the Eagles. Um, but, you know, when you've got these rivalry games here, it wouldn't shock me if this game is decided by three either way. So, again, a home dog at three uh, with the total being beat up. Um, you know, I put out 37 on Twitter earlier, uh, Joe, with sports, but now it's beat up. I don't like taking bad numbers, so um, I'll maybe jump on the three. Uh, I did give an opinion on three or on, on Twitter as well, so I'll jump on three with the Giants. My, my favorite play here is uh, Bobby, and, and I, I butcher his last name, and I apologize, Okirike or Kirki. Um, I, I like him. Let's just go Bobby O. It's what everybody goes. Bobby O over Four and a half solo tackles over nine and a half tackles plus assists. He's been a complete beast the last two weeks. Uh, he is just a man possessed, especially in regard to tackling against the opponent's rushing attack. And I'm expecting a heavy volume for Brees Hall tomorrow. And, and this is what we've seen from the Jets anyway. I think it, we're, we're going to see even more. Uh, against the Giants. So Bobby O, my was my favorite bet. Bobby O over four and a half solo tackles, solo tackles, over nine and a half tackles and assists combined. Okay? I love when you come up with these prop bets, Anita, because I have people that call me all the time and say, Wiz, do you do prop bets? I'm like, no, just tune into Anita Marks. She does all the work for me because it's just too much. That's like a whole other chapter of work. It's like you have to have a morning shift and an afternoon shift. I'm having a hard time just putting my games together in college football. <laughs> then you have to break down the stats and trends. I don't know where you find time for all this stuff. Plus, you're going to a Halloween party tonight. Then you've got to get up at 5 in the morning and go to the Meadowlands. God bless you. Well, it's actually it's a pickleball party. But I'm 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 considering it's a pickleball. We have two people who are part of our pickleball group in Hoboken who are moving to Seattle. Both of them are moving to Seattle separately for for various reasons. Um, and so it's, this is a farewell party for them. And I'm considering wearing my Halloween costume that happens to be pickleballs. Go for it, Anita. You know, I know you. I, I know you're going to do it. Just do it. I think I'm going to do it. I think this is what I'm, I'm going to walk in, make a grand appearance with my pickleballs costume, and then and then I'll take the costume off and then you know just be like you know the the party goer that I am. So I, I think that's sounds I think like a lot of fun. I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, Joe, thank you so much. Have a great show tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, six a.m. Joe Wiz right here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Joe, have a great day. Thank you. You got it. Uh, 800-919-3776. Guys, are, are you, do you guys celebrate Halloween? Are you guys like Halloween's on, on, on Tuesday, I know. Are you guys big Halloween dudes? Do you guys have costumes, all that stuff? No, I have nothing. I haven't celebrated Halloween in ages. doesn't really do it for me. Plus, people are celebrating Halloween like a week early, two weeks early. What do you mean two weeks early? What are you talking about? I see people post pictures of the Halloween costume and like Halloween parties like weeks in advance, like two weeks ago. What? I didn't see that. Okay, you didn't see that. I'm saying I saw it. I don't know. Are they putting on their Halloween costumes so they could do the TikTok dances? I've seen that. I don't know about that, but I've seen people 
in Halloween parties in the Halloween costume super early. Two weeks? That's too much. That two is weeks too much. Is, two weeks is too much. I'm really excited. I think I think my pickleball costume is pretty creative. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Should I wear my pickleballs? Wink, wink. Costume to my pickleball party. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. A a lot that we could dive into here. I've got Ben Baby who's going to be joining us uh, coming up in in about 5-10 minutes. Uh, the, The word out of San Francisco is that Brock Purdy is going to get the start for the 49ers. Uh, I think it's the wrong decision. Again, I think politics are playing a, a big role here in regard to uh, the 49ers. You know, they swung and missed big time on Trey Lance, gave up the world to go out and get him. What's he doing now? He's holding the clipboard for the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Uh, meanwhile, you know, many people felt that the 49ers made it up in finding a diamond in the rough with Brock Purdy as the last pick in the draft. I think Brock Purdy has benefited from an unbelievable offensive line, unbelievable talent around him. Kyle Shanahan, one of the best offensive coordinators uh, in the NFL. I really believe that Sam Darnold is the better quarterback. Uh, But word is that now that Brock Purdy has passed all five concussion protocols, is not going to get the start. And I do believe Cincinnati wins. I do believe Cincinnati wins. Let's go to Dave. In Long Island, Dave, you're up. Hey, Nita, I got a, I got a couple trade offers that popped up about uh, Austin Eckler, and he's been non-productive since. But all of a sudden, uh, since his injury, all of a sudden, I have three different guys offer me trades that are right, decent right. trades for. Um, is it like? Do you think he's going to react differently to the manager's comments and and how he's acted, or if he's going to get more play time because of that, or right, I'm just. Curious why all these trades are coming up all of a sudden. Um, I, I I don't know, um, but I, I'm curious what what you were offered for him. I got uh, James Cook and Cortland Sutton was one of the trades. No, and then I got Gabe Davis and uh, let me bring it up. Sorry, that's okay. We're here for you. <laughs> 
I got Gabe Davis and Joe Mixon. Ooh. Ooh. That one I was. That one I was in. The other one was not a good trade, but no, no, um, I would. I I w- I would consider. I would consider uh, Joe Mixon and, and Gabe Davis. Um, I, I might. I might agree to that deal. Yeah, that's why I was. I it was a good. Tra- they were decent trades, so I wasn't. I was. I'm just wondering what was going on with us with Eckler that I didn't know about. I mean, and thanks for the phone call. I don't, guys. Are you hearing? Are you hearing anything? I don't. I don't quite. I don't know. I don't quite understand. I don't know what's going on with Austin Eckler, uh, as to why you're you're getting all these trades for him. I haven't heard anything. There's no breaking news on him in in regard to, and I haven't heard anything how uh, the uh, he's going to be a bigger part of the offensive game plan. I I don't. But I will tell you this, in regard to Cincinnati, um, they're a team that started slow and understandably slow, so because uh, Joe Burrow had the cap issue. Um, and, and I think, you know, I think they're, they're, they're going to be picking up some momentum here. So, and, and I like Dave Davis. Now. Uh, he, he, he is the, the wide receiver that stretches the field for the uh, the Buffalo Bills. And, of course, as we know, Josh Allen has the arm strength to get him the ball. And um, and is, is I just feel like each and every game he's targeted in the end zone, scored another touchdown on Thursday night. So I I like that deal. I actually like that deal. I would I would say okay to that. Um, by the way, uh, we've got, I know we were talking Knicks earlier. We've got another Knicks game coming your way. They're taking on the Pelicans and I, I, I don't, I don't know. And, and guys, again, we've got Joe and Harvey producing the show. I, I don't know what side of the coin I am. I'm on here. So for a few things, number one, the Pelicans, their home opener um, was a few days ago. So they're rested. They're home now. Well, I should say this: their first game was a few days ago. Now they've got their home opener tonight, and they're coming in rested. They didn't. They played Memphis on Wednesday. Okay. Well, as we know, the Knicks. Uh, played a, a, a real, a back-and-forth game with Atlanta on Friday, right, yesterday. And it went down to the wire. So right there you could say, oh, all right, you know, well, the Pelicans, uh, they've, you know, th- that's an advantage for them because they're coming in. They've had quite a few days off. Okay, they're definitely a different team this year. They've got all hands on deck. Zion Williamson, uh, Brandon Ingram, healthy at the same time. We haven't seen that. C.J. McCollum as well. And if you did watch them on opening night over the Grizzlies, they look real good. Um, and, and again, I, I do believe that they, that they will have an advantage tonight because this is a Knicks team, obviously, you know, having to play Atlanta late and, um, and it going back and forth. And then now, of course, this will be on a back-to-back. Um, but... You know, this is Thibodeau and and this Knicks team. They're good on the road. Here's some stats for you. The Knicks have gone 24-12-2, which is almost 67% against the spread on the second night of back-to-back unders. Um, Thibodeau and and the Knicks are uh, 75-50-1. That's 60% away from Madison Square Garden as well. So... (laughs) 
They, they looked really impressive defensively down the stretch last season. Um, they stepped up strong. Listen, Atlanta was knocking on the door late last night. You know, it was like, you know, the, the Knicks were up by seven, then all of a sudden Atlanta pulled within three. Then the Knicks were up by five, and then all of a sudden Atlanta pulled within two. And then and then finally, like, the last two minutes, three minutes, the Knicks ran away with it. So I just, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't, I don't really have true conviction here on, on one side or another, but I will say this. I, I think this is going to be a real fun game to watch. And I think Knicks fans are in a really good situation where I, I, I think that there's a lot of optimism around this team, a lot of excitement around this team. Uh, Jalen Brunson looked really good. Uh, what was it? Eight, eight out of 15, three pointers, unbelievable 31 points. So I'm really excited to watch the game. I'm just not going to po- put any money on it. <laughs> You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We've got about seven minutes left in the show. Uh, I told you that Kansas got it at plus nine and a half. Uh, it was plus seven and a half at kickoff uh, at the half right now. Um, Oklahoma is up 21-17. So right now you got Kansas at uh, at seven and a half, uh, that that is that's a winner right now. Hopefully, Kansas could come out. They play so well at home, and hopefully, we can bring that home for you and make that a winner as well. Uh, Joe, what you see in the break? Announcer dropped an f bomb in the uh, West Virginia game. There is some debate on whether that actually, like, what he actually said, but it mm-hmm. sounds that there's a convincing argument that he dropped an f bomb off of a tremendous interception in the West Virginia UCF game. Hey, listen, it happens. It happens. Who's broadcasting that, by the way? Whose airwaves was that on? Uh, that'd be ours. Force, no, no, no. I think it's for, or no, FS1. FS1. Fox Sports. It, it, yes, right? it's FS1 because it's um, yeah. the ACC. I think it's Eric Collins is the announcer. Ooh, okay. And that's gone viral if you want to check it out on social media. Uh, really quick, this is kind of fun. Um, I, I came across this. Uh, this is on Instagram. It's called Football Villaination. Do you follow them at all? This is the first I'm hearing of them. Okay, this is funny. So what they did is they took every head coach in the NFL and their mugshot, their picture, and then put like uh, NFL coaches if they weren't NFL coaches. Like what their other what their other job would be. Are you ready? Go on. So so Mike McDaniel's from the Miami Dolphins, VP of Product Development at Crypto.com. Um, this is funny. Are you ready? This is so, this is so money. You don't even know it. Are you ready? Um, Robert Sala, kickboxing, kickboxing instructor is totally just friends with your wife. Come on. That's good. (laughs) Um, Andy Reid, driver's ed instructor, forklift certified. That's a good one, right? Um... Mm. Dan Campbell, head coach of the Detroit Lions, plant manager for Ford Motors, hates ISIS. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Are you ready for this? Uh, this is um, uh, Brian Dable. Oh, I can't Wa- for this one. Waffle House cook. That's messed up. <laughs> That's messed up. Coach of the year right there. How Waffle, dare they? Waffle House coach. Oh, I, I love when Joe laughs. Can we just keep the mic open and, and hear every time? 
Uh, Ron Rivera, eighth grade algebra teacher. No? That kind of sticks. Eighth grade algebra teacher. Uh, Sirianni, Eagles head coach. Little League Baseball coach who takes it way too seriously because he lost states in high school, steals your wallet, then helps you look for it. <laughs> Oddly specific, but totally works. Um, Mike McCarthy, head coach now of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, balloon animal guy at a kid's birthday party. Oh, divorced, my God. <laughs> divorced twice. Twice. But these, but these are so spot on, are they not? Are they not spot on? I mean, come on. The back half of the Andy Reid one, the forklift certified, that's just a little mean, but a lot of them are very, very funny. Um, Pete Carroll has appeared in multiple Cialis commercials. (laughs) Oh, this is good. This is a good one. Um, Head coach of the Rams. Why am I drawing a blank? Um, Sean McVay. Male nurse who talks way too much about CrossFit. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely him. (laughs) That bitch right there. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Um, Todd Bowles, Zion Williamson's father. I can see it. Can you not see? I see it. He'll be there tonight when they play the Knicks then. Right? Um, (laughs) uh, uh, Head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Doug Peterson. Ready? Retired jacuzzi salesman, has a boat and hates his son, regular can't I can't I can't say that. But retired jacuzzi salesman. No? I didn't get a ding 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 for that. How about this? Mike Vrabel, high school PE teacher who hates everyone who doesn't play football. That's, no, that's, a, that's that might be the best one yet. That's, that's really hilarious. you don't think Brian you think you don't think Brian Dable is a Waffle House coach or or uh what was Robert Sala? Robert Sala was a the kickboxing instructor. It's either the Sean McVay. Kick, the, kickboxing, the kickboxing instructor who's just friends with your wife. It's, He's just- <laughs> it's either McVay for me as the male nurse who talks way too much about CrossFit or the right. Vrabel as the uh, gym teacher. Oh, my gosh. Or how about Mike McCarthy with the kids balloon clown guy that's, that does the kids balloons at the, at, the, at, the par- at the birthday parties? That's so Mike McCarthy. They nailed it. They crushed that, dude. They I bet crushed that. Some cowboy fans think that's what's actually on his play sheet during games is just a giant drawings of balloon animals. Maybe, possibly. Um, all right, we've got about a minute. Who's is is Ty following me? Who's following me? That's right. The on, the one and only Ty Butler. Ty Butler's following me here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. I'm gonna jump in my car and uh, drive back to Hoboken because I have my pickleball party tonight, which. I am leaning towards, and thank you, everyone who reached out to me on Twitter. I am thinking about wearing my pickleball Halloween costume to the pickleball party. Pickleballs. Wink, wink. Um, So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Joe and Harvey, great job as always. Harvey, I'm going to see you tomorrow. We're going to meet. We're going to meet. Are you going to hug me? Are you going to give me a hug? Of course. Harvey and I are going to. Harvey and I are going to meet for the first time in person, like like human human beings do we're gonna meet for the first time so if you're heading out to the game tomorrow metlife stadium the lounge at the meadowlands racetrack beginning at 7 a.m i'll be out there harvey will be out there 
Uh, um, Bonnie Toomer will be out there. Mike Tannenbaum will be on a call from somewhere. Can't can't be sure. Don't know where. Uh, all brought to you by Wendy's. When you want the best hamburger, squares the beef. So make sure you come out and say hello. We're really excited about it. We'll be out there bright and early. Giants, Jets, getting you ready for that matchup. We'll take your calls, all the things. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your Saturday afternoon, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning right here on 98.7 ESPN.